Australia Python Radio with your hosts Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio and tonight we are going to be joined by uh, Ben Frame from A&B Reptiles. We're going to be talking carpet pythons, uh, should be should be good, uh, we'll get them on here in a second. What's going on man? Eh, not much, Getting I, I got a show this weekend, I'm I'm stealing Ooh. table spots from the short tail <laughs> people, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Hamburg's this weekend and I'm going to, uh, piggyback off of Matt Minotola's table. So, you know, um, I like these kind of shows cause it's been a while since I've ended like right behind Matt. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's, that's cool. It's always fun hanging out with Matt at the Hamburg show. Um, or is this a bad one? What's well, the February Hamburg show? So the rumor is tax that February, yeah. Which, okay, you have your tax return if you're one of those crazy people that does their taxes in January, right? Like some people are going to have to wait till like March and April to get their stuff. So, but yeah, a lot of people have that, and usually, usually February Hamburg is a good one. I'm gonna feel weird though because Matt's got that like big director's chair now, so like. If I sit down next to him, like he's gonna be a pie, and I'm gonna be like real down low, it'll be like I'll, I'll experience the world through like your eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times. Yeah. Apparently, apparently at Carpet Fest we're having Hobbit Wars, and um, I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> like, you know, those Reptile and Chill guys show up, and then all of a sudden now, I, you know, I have to sponsor you in a like a, in a Hobbit fight, and this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think will. It's a, but a hobbit toss. I think there's a hobbit yeah. toss involved. Um, somehow there's going to be a battle of podcasts. Um, yeah, I mean, are we we'll fighting? <laughs> like, I mean, I might, I might be dead, man. Well, actually, no. The UK Carpet Fest is after ours. Yeah, ours so is that's first. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have a choice next year. You might have host because I might be dead after that. You man. might be dead. Ooh. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah. well, we'll try our best. I told them that if you do die over there, just to send your body back. I mean, I figure that's a, a bit yeah. like the least they could do. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I think Dory yeah. would probably want that. I guess she, I don't maybe. Know. I mean, she might. <laughs> maybe send his wallet back. That's all I need. Everybody. There it is. <laughs> just goes through your pockets when you get there and just leaves the rest yeah. of you. It's like all right, well, <laughs> yeah, that was well. So um yeah so we we have been for a uh for I think he's here for about an hour so we'll uh we'll talk about what's going on with us afterwards we'll just jump right, right. to uh get it go with Ben all right Hey Ben welcome to NPR how you doing man Hey going good man how's it going yeah, We're Great. doing all right good, good, So good. Ben we ask every person who's on the show um what got you into reptiles? Man, that goes, that probably goes way back to when I was a little kid. I remember, mm -hmm. you know, watching Discovery Channel on TV. You know, my grandparents used to give me those old National Geographic videos every year. You know, I think that's what really started it. Mm -hmm. what, yeah, what, was the first, what was the first one? What was my first reptile? Uh, yeah, what was the first kind of into it? 
So my very first reptile ever was a Sulawesi retic of all things. <laughs> I was wow, jumping that's... in with oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. right, right. Talk about jumping in head first. Holy crap. <laughs> right, and then immediately after that I went to a wild caught pair of the Alberts pythons. Oh my god. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so um, I had to learn a lot very quickly. <laughs> very how, quickly how, with that Sulawesi. How big did that get? Oh, God. She put, and it was a female too. Um, she was probably close to 10 foot in the first year and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. she got huge. And then. <laughs> When oh, I finally shit, got rid of her, she was 18 foot and... Holy man. hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, huh, I guess you abandoned the uh, retics after that? Is that uh, safe to say? Or, it, was more of a, it was more of a... I moved out of a state and moved into a state which no longer allows said animals. Oh, I got okay, you. so it was forced. Yes, yeah, it was a forced thing. Okay. So, yeah. what drew you to the carpets? Was it just because they were allowed, or was there something that kind of pulled you in? So, I remember going to an exotic pet store down in Virginia Beach back in the early 2000s, and they had this, I don't even know if it was a pure jungle, but they had this jungle female in there that was full grown. I mean, she was probably six foot, seven foot long. And I just loved how inquisitive they were. You know, you could still have a sizable animal, you know, they're not aggressive when they get older. It was just a lot more interesting and easier for me to care for. Cool. Right. So was it a particular, uh, like, so that's what kind of drew you in. Is it like, did you land on coastals or jungles? Or are you pretty good with all of them? My first, my first one was an IJ. Nice. And <laughs> that's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. My first one was an IJ and I just fell in love with them from there. <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, yep. You know, so and then I got like, out of it for I got out of it for about ten years or so, and I just really started picking it back up about a year or so ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. What 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 brought you back in? I just I just wanted I don't know. I, it was more of a hobby at the beginning, and then you know I started thinking about things, and I just decided to pursue it farther. Hmm. That's awesome. So, did you have any animals left over from the original My time original before? Collection? Yeah, yeah. No, I had to start okay. all over. Wow. Yeah, that must have. Yep. So, so was... I'm a I'm a newbie of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, but um. So, what was the first one? Um. Now that you're getting back in, was it another IJ again? It was. It was a trio of IJs. You like I, I, I keep giving you opportunities, but you keep just <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Anyway, but um, 
so actually I got I got really lucky when I got back into it and I actually picked up an entire collection from uh, a lady called yeah called Anna, Anna Satarsky out of Boston. Okay. So you yeah, so I ended lot. up with almost her yeah I almost ended up with almost her entire collection at the beginning, which was sweet. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Um, so what's the collection look like now? Oh God, little of everything. Um, excellent. Mm-hmm. Almost all Morelia. I've got, you know that I've got that Balin Red Tiger Leary Tristype. I've got the Head Exantics. Um, a lot of different jungles. But other than that, that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now. So, so the coastal stuff, and then some mostly jungles, though, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. What kind of jungles? Yeah, are I'm you working, working on it. Oh, it's just to be honest. When a lot of the stuff that I got was undocumented. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it was just visual, visual stuff that I that I liked. A lot of nothing wrong stuff with, that. with the jungles going on. Yep. Yeah. Still to this day, like a lot of people really haven't like of all the selective breeding that's been done with jungles, stripe seems to be the one that's kinda like left out. There's like a few <laughs> right. people that do it. You know? <laughs> well well they're coming. Ah, <laughs> don't nice. don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Yeah, time. yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see lots of things with stripes come out of A and B here in the next couple of years. Now there your was, stripe projects are they like the 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 solid black or the tipped out black like or both? I've got a I've got I've got a little of both going. Cool. Okay. I'm going both ways with it. I like that because then you can pick mm-hmm. and shoot, pick, pick your flavor, you know. And right, right. I was talking to Scott Borden a while back, and one of uh, the we, advice we team. don't li- we don't like that guy. I mean, I mean we tolerate <laughs> him. <laughs> I, we we really just kind of let him play, and, and never mind. Anyway, what you were saying, Scott Borden, yeah, but <laughs> go ahead. But you know, I was asking him about holdbacks and things like that, and he said just keep them all for two years. <laughs> you know, and yeah, yep. I mean that's the obvious. My thing, approach: keep them all. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Burkett, just hold on to all of them. Yeah, yeah, right, uh, right. Yeah. So I have, I have. I have uh, a lot of hatchlings that I'm still watching. I've just started releasing some of the jungles now from last year. And, and okay. how's that, like, you know, I know you can obviously see them grow and progress, but were there some that when they hatched, you were like, that one, that one's going to be awesome. And then, like, this year you were like, all right, get out of here. You're not as good as I thought you were going to be. And the one that maybe you thought was not going to turn out, like, did that one just kind of blow your mind? Was there some of that going on? Yeah, actually, mm. I had a couple that were really, really slow starters. Uh-huh. I mean, these guys took probably four months to get on food at the beginning. And Great. a couple of those, a couple of those runs, I mean, there was only two of them. The rest of them were slamming food from out of the egg. Mm-hmm. But uh, that one of the two runs, I mean, it's got a, you know, less than desirable pattern, but the yellow that's coming out on that thing is just insane. <laughs> that's awesome. They always say it's the pretty ones that are pain in the ass, right? Yes, that is completely true. So and it's true. been true 
all across the board. It's the pretty ones that, you know, they don't get on food right or they're picky or they want like a chicken foot. Like, yeah, it's always the pretty ones. So, right, exactly. But yeah, there were a couple of standouts. I mean, I've got, I've got one male jungle that came out. He's got almost completely black sides with a single dorsal stripe. And that one's going to be interesting to see how he develops. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. we we haven't really seen there were some striped jungle lines, but nothing crazy cool. I mean, I remember skunk and flower and a few other things, but nothing. It almost seems like it's an untapped potential. Like really, nobody's really gotten there yet. Speaking on how many really nice black and yellow jungles there are, um, right. And especially, you know, especially if you throw a little like Palmerston in, influence in there, you can get some really cool things coming out. Yeah. Um, do you think that this is kind of they all got this project got swept up because zebra showed up? I don't know. And even then, you don't see a whole lot of zebras. It seems like it seems like the majority of the zebras I'm seeing nowadays are getting mixed with jag. Mm. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't seen too many other than, you know, like Jason Balin. I haven't seen anybody really producing those really nice, you know, striped tigers. Well, that's because I haven't been paying attention to my tigers the last couple of years. Jesus. But no, <laughs> but no you're, you're, you're exactly correct. Where it's like people don't seem to, and I guess it also goes down to the picking and choosing of products you want to work with. And everybody else just kind of is like, eh. And let it go by the wayside. So it'd be cool right. to kind of see the it, projects pick up. Right. Yep. I'm excited for it for sure. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit, a little bit about the uh, tri-stripe Balin tiger that you got? The history on that snake, and then the pairing you did in 2017. Well, the pairing that happened with that animal in 2017 actually happened through Ryan Dumas from Red reptiles i didn't i didn't produce the offspring from her i ended up with her Mm -hmm. Ah, i got or the dam of that clutch and two of her offspring okay that's cool no that original that original clutch came from uh ryan dumas from rad reptiles that's cool so uh, yeah she's she's a 2007 um, the, the sire was a Balin red tiger and the dam was a Leary tri-stripe. Mm, I think I remember this pairing. Um, yeah, we have yeah, most of yeah. the offspring from it, Owen. So this is one of the, this is one of the ones got away. Yeah. We bought like all of them. So yeah. All right. Damn it. <laughs> so. Yeah. When I've seen, when I've seen that he had her up for sale last summer, I jumped on that without hesitation. Cause that is a killer animal. Oh, okay. So, oh, so this is, this is the one that I know. I, okay. Now I know. All right. You good? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what it did. Isn't that what he bred for his, uh, had exanic tigers. Uh, that what he, oh yes. yeah oh. yes that's that so, that's that um, yeah yeah i have an offspring from that one and so do you Owen. we were just talking about it before the yeah, show yeah, well, it, 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 it's not 
not hammered on all the details yet, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. I have no idea what the next part of this thing says because Eric just wrote donk. Yeah. What? (laughs) What the hell is That's one of his jungles. (laughs) All right. Well, now we know. (laughs) Donk. donk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, tell us about yeah, donk. donk. I'll tell you about donk. Yeah. Um, so donk is a I I call him the freak show male because he is just enormous. Um, oh. I think I think Owen had a picture he posted not too long ago of a coastal that was just gigantic. Uh-huh. Well, was that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Well, what? Yeah. It out of the two people here, it wasn't Eric. It would have <laughs> never been Eric. No, so. no. definitely not. Yeah. Me. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it was probably my uh, coastal Sophie. So yeah. So. Yeah, but um, when I got him, he was gigantic. I mean, he was close to eleven pounds. Holy shit! How how long? Yeah. He's he's easily seven foot. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's but big. we ended up putting him on a diet <laughs> right after we got him. I mean that that big male. I mean I don't know how how you guys feel about you know certain things on HUD's husbandry, but he's so big that he literally gets fed three times a year right now. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a big yeah. male. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. Per- he gets fed once in the spring, once in the late summer, and then I give him one last small meal in the winter, and that's about it. Damn, he's huge. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you scroll stick- down on my Instagram, you'll see pictures with my daughter holding him up just to show how big he is. That is a thick, thick carpet too. I mean. What are you feeding him now? Just large rats? Yeah, I feed him large rats now. Early gumbo rats three times a year. That's fine. He'll live. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's that's good enough for him. He's a male, so that's awesome. Though. So I mean, he's got. He's probably a little bit on the heavy side. Gotcha. Yeah, we bre- he's oh, yeah. breaking up there a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely a proven breeder. He tries to mate with anything I stick in there with him. <laughs> but do you have any girls big enough to breed with him, or does he not really care? He he's he's actually pretty gentle with the ladies. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. I haven't seen it as a problem, but no, none of my none of my jungle females are that big. Jesus. <laughs> God, I wonder. I, do you have any history on him? I mean, do you think maybe that there's I, some coastal blood in there? As far as we can track down, I know he was produced by a guy named Larry Slippery back in 2010. Um, and when I originally got him from Anna. I mean, we're we're 99% sure we just don't have the documentation to prove it. Mm. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Might be some but, byproduct yeah, of a jungle as, jag. It, it could be, but, I mean, he's got a ton of black in him. 
So, I mean, it's really, you know, it's one of those things, unless you know the lineage, you can't really say for sure, but yeah, but, uh, we're 90, you know, we're, we're 95% sure that he's pure jungle. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big snake. Yeah, he's huge. It almost looks, uh, is it like on the, it, like he has a white tone to him. Is he yeah. pale? Yeah. He, he's super pale, yeah. That's weird. Okay. I mean, you, like, go ahead, Owen. I mean, like you'd normally he, assume like ivories, I've never seen an ivory that big, but hell if I know. Only ivories I've seen are yours. So, eh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was one of the things when I first started, you know, I didn't really know about lineage and things like that. Cause when I was originally collecting, that wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, you know, <laughs> nobody cared about that shit. No one then. cared. <laughs> it was a carpet. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Back then, it was, you know, the, the, the start off of the whole ball python craze, and, you know, corn snakes were the norm. And I have to ask that question, and it kind, of, it kind of backs it up, but, like, what was it like, you know, you got out of it for a while, and then you come back in, were you, like, were you surprised what? at how far the hobby had come, or were you... I was surprised how many, how many Royal Pauls pythons were out there to be honest with you because i mean there were there were man i don't even think you could get anything other than wild types back then i mean maybe albinos right but if you wanted stuff with you know different colors you went the corn snake morph route back then Mm -hmm. and now it seems like if you go to any of these reputable shows you know you can you know with the proper research, you can leave there with just about anything. It's kind of sure. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Notice, uh, I'm going to give a quick shout to the reptile and chill guys that, you know, it seems like when they have Americans on their podcast, they can't seem to call, you know, them correctly. Royal pythons is what we call them on NPR. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and even the guests are to it. Yeah, we we started that. I mean, that was us. God. Yeah. So <laughs> I just heard their podcast the other day, and everybody kept calling them ball pythons, and they kept telling them, "No, it's royal pythons." You know. So. Oh, well, but, next time we're on, that's all I'm going to say. But anyway. Anyway, later. Yeah. So, um. I don't know what other, I'm, is there anything that you want to add to your collection that you're looking to add into uh, what you got going on? Oh, there's always stuff I want to add. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I story. mean, every time I pull up, you know, any one of your guys' sites, I'm like, I want that. I want that. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, unfortunately, this year, this year I'm working on upgrading equipment, getting some new enclosures, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. You well, know, that's a perfect mm-hmm. segue. What What are you yeah. looking to? What are you changing up? Just better caging, uh, or do you do racks caging? Yeah, better to both. A little of both. Yeah, most of my stuff's in rack systems, but okay. uh, yeah, I want to get some. Some of the big, you know, like four foot animal plastics enclosures or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. 
well, you better order them now, and you'll get them like sometime. You'll get them by year, so. two years. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I heard they got a. Well, Whew, the other thing brutal. I would say is to go to uh, what I would recommend to anybody if you're going to do cages or racks or anything like that, contact the company and pick them up at a show like Tinley Park or any of the other larger shows, or contact uh, a, a cage per someone who provides cages at a local reptile show that you go to. Um, then you'll actually get your cages and racks faster because now there's like a deadline. Gotcha. They know they have to have your rack by Tinley Park, and ah. that's the way to do it. Um, if you hmm. order it and then be like, wait, it will be. It, I ordered. When did I get? When did I order that rack, dude? Was it like July and I got it in December or something like that? It was yeah months ago. Wow. So yeah, it was yeah. Don't do it that way, you know. And gotcha. uh, so that's but what see, you're gonna now, do is the. What? Owen just Got told everybody this right there. I Owen did, and now told everybody the pro tips, and now everybody's gonna do it. And then we're gonna have <laughs> no racks for us. <laughs> they're, they're right. They're gonna wonder why they have fifty orders to Tenley this year. Well, right. you know, whatever. It's. It, I got the problem now is that I want to upgrade to six foot cages, and those are hard to come by. You know, Jesus, we're expensive. So. I'll get there. Gotcha. All right. So you're going to upgrade to four foots, you know, like the, what are they? T8, well, I've, I've T10, got a couple. Something like that. I, oh, I need to get more of them. Yeah. Good. Gotcha. Good. Always get more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You need more space, right? That way you can acquire more animals. It's a vicious yeah. cycle. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> then you got to buy a bigger house. And, uh-huh. You know, a bigger snake room. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what 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 are you doing temperature-wise? Are you heating the room? Do you have panels in your in these cages or what are you planning on doing that way? So, everything I have right now is uh in rack systems, I the room sits naturally at about 73 degrees. So, I mean, that's really nice. Um, and they're all running belly heat. They're all running belly heat on thermostats right now. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So, do you do anything as far as... Um... You know, this is something that uh, I've been sort of going back and forth with as of late. Perching. What are your What are you What are your thoughts on perching? Do you Do you give perches? And if so, what it, do you use? Yeah, it's funny you said that. I almost posted a picture the other day of my hatchling rack because I've got. You can see through all the the tubs in my hatchling rack, and there was mm-hmm. a perfect fifty fifty split on, <laughs> you know, between the IJs and the jungles of which ones were perching and which ones weren't. Yeah. Um, I think it's all on the individual animal, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, I, I'd agree to that. I mean, and I also think that everything that we would assume would perch, sometimes they just don't. I mean, I got right. my roughies and I put in like a ton of perches and they were like sat on the ground. I'm like, well, wait, it's like you're supposed to be up there. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, and then so you've we- got like, my big male donk that perches on anything he can sit on. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're too heavy for really? that branch, dude. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. He's always off the ground if he can be. That's cool. I like so that. are you going to go, I know animal plastic does the whole shelf thing. You thinking about that? I, I, I don't know. I've, I've thought about that. 
Um, uh, he, he's in he's in a four foot by two foot enclosure now with a shelf, and he's on that thing ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that adding adding I, the shelf. I, like, I think, I think you should they. Do. I think they really like the shelf. Yeah, I I I, I think the shelf's good. And then if you can't get the shelf, um, I have the big bins that they go in for hides and they'll sleep gotcha. on top of those. So it's like a, it's a, it's a shelf that they can move around and sit on top right. of like, you know, yeah, it's, uh, anything I think that kind of gets them up off the ground, they feel better about. So, right. Yeah. Some do. And, I don't found too that, and if the perch is too skinny, they won't sit on it either. So I've been doubling up the perches in some of them and they've started using them a lot more yeah um, oh, okay you know what i'm when, saying making them double wide instead of just a single pvc pipe or something put two of them in there next to each other yeah oh okay yeah. so, it's so a they're like wider. third you see what i'm oh, saying yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and they tend to have they like that wider surface huh okay so it's like flat when when I used to work for a zoo, we had all these big macaw perches and they're like shaved down, like carved wood kind of stuff. And the macaws would rip them up. And then I'd take them mm-hmm. home, cut off the ends and anchor them into my snake cages. And those were great because it was like a natural flowing log or whatever the hell. And that worked out. It just, it was so damn heavy. Um, and the carpets would definitely coil up on top. So what you're saying is it's not like, some people would say, like, why don't you just go out and get, like, a a bigger piece of PVC or a, a wider diameter? You're saying that they like it kind of like a horizontal kind of thing, almost Correct. like having yeah. a shelf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. From my okay. experience, anyway. That's okay. a good idea. Like yeah. It. Eric's going to steal right. it now. <clears throat> so. <laughs> With the cages, are you using are you using uh, heat tape or radiant heat panels? What's What's your approach there? On all my racks, I'm using heat tape, and then yeah. it's radiant heat in the cages. In the cages, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really digging them as of late as well. My diamond pythons are loving those things, man. Plus, they're like diamond. The cages. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I started moving them to caging, um, and slowly, yeah, I'm sort of going to do the same thing probably over the next year and a half. Is slowly switch over to more caging than uh, right. That's then that's my racks. thought process for this year. Yeah. It, it, it's completely selfish. I enjoy caging because I enjoy seeing them. Like it, it yes. like uh, there are plenty of racks out there that will do the exact same job and all that other fun stuff, but I want to see my guys. So, you know, it's completely on right. me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So uh, what's your approach to, breeding i mean it's we're in the thick of it now i mean what are you what are you guys up to right now so i've got them all separated right now um, mm-hmm. after that we got a real big temperature drop this, this weekend and uh i separated them all i think it was a high of seven degrees last night i offered Sweet. them all small meal last last weekend so I'm letting them clean that out, and then I'm going to put them back together this weekend. But uh, now Donk and his female, they've had multiple locks this year. So she's getting ready to – I'm pretty sure she's getting ready to do her pre-lay shed. But as far That's as awesome. the specifics 
Yeah, so as far as the specifics of breeding them, um, I found an old Aussie forum post, and I've just kind of gone off of that, and it's worked well for me the last two years. Uh, basically saying keep it simple. About October, I slow down the food, you know, and then I start mm-hmm. lowering the temperatures in November. And once I start lowering the temperatures, I only do it at night. I just turn the heat off at night. Right. And then, yeah, and then I give them, you know, their full-time basking temperature during the day. And then mm-hmm. December, after, you know, I cooled them for a little bit, I'll, I I introduce the females into the male cage. And really? that seems to work well. Mm-hmm. Really? Is that you did on mm-hmm. accident, or is it something you did on purpose? And It's just one of those things that, you know, because he's in the big enclosure already, and she's mm-hmm. in the rack system. I just said, why not? Let's just try it this way the first year, and he didn't seem to mind, so that's how I've been doing it. Oh, okay. Well, that just uh, goes to the thought of uh, knowing your animals and mm-hmm. you know, what, you know, individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So you kind of have the same approach, and and you're up here on the uh, you're you're in New York, right? New York, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're right here with us uh, on the East Coast, Northeast. <laughs> it's like yep. the perfect spot to breed <laughs> carpet pythons, man. <laughs> All you it need is. is I don't snow. have to do. In, I don't really have to do anything except for like crack a window or you know yeah. something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Turn the it's heat nice. off at night. <laughs> That's cool. So, what are some of yep. the what what some of the breedings that you got going on? The jungles. What what else do you have going on? How, like, how many pairs do you have this season? I have I have only jungles going this year. Oh, okay. Wow. Yep. I have I have three potential clutches going. Um, the one from that big male, and then I have you were talking about tipping earlier. I yeah. have a pair I have a pair of uh pure jungles that just had insane amount of tipping. So I'm working on that project a little bit. And then I've actually got a pair of siblings from that same clutch, but they don't have nowhere near the tipping. So I'm just I got those two together just to see what comes out cuz there's so much variability on carpet clutches. Yeah. That would that be was, cool to see. That's what makes it so much fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> also, my yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could simply have like you know uh, normal, you know subspecies pick pick your choice, and you know you're gonna get that random weird one that never wants to eat but looks so crazy, you know. It drives <laughs> right. <insane>. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and that and that'll be but, cool to see if you can get the different. Um, looks even though they are related but that they look so drastically different i mean i would like to see that which even right, though they are related that's the idea i'm curious to see what all else is going on in there yeah that'd be cool Mhm. Huh. okay but yeah that's, so, that's all i i that's all i've got go going ahead. on this year okay um so are you uh What's your approach with the eggs? Do you let the mom take them or do you take them? No, I artificially incubate them. 
<laughs> it was no, it's 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 called MI, as in I use my incubator. So you know, that's, <laughs> I I, oh, I have to you've say you've been that saving I, that one up. No, you? I haven't. I actually, and I'm and and he's gonna faint when I do this, but I actually that was uh, I stole that from uh, Francis from Buddy today because he said that to me, and I told him I was gonna steal it, and apparently it was just really set up. So thank you, buddy, for giving me uh, that yeah. wonderful joke. Now he can, uh, you know, <laughs> die, he can die happily. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Very cool. All right. So you do artificial. Do you do anything special with the, uh, you know, with the eggs, what kind of incubator, all that kind of stuff? Um, and, I used a combination of vermiculite and um, the, you know, that light diffuser for yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights. To, yeah. So I used that to keep the eggs up off of the, the substrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. But other than that, I just try to keep the, you know, the humidity high, keep them right about, you know, 88 degrees and. Gotcha. Let them ride. Okay. Uh, is it, is it a homemade incubator or did you purchase it, one? It is a homemade incubator. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a hobbyist, so I try to – if I can build it myself, I try to. I would love to see how many aftermarket, like, soda fridges became incubators. Like, is Coca-Cola out there wondering where the hell they all went? I mean <laughs> – it's gotta be right. <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever one breaks down in um in the stores, you know, they'll somebody yeah. will be like, "Hey, Eric, uh, you want one of you want this uh, Coke fridge or you know, Pepsi <laughs> fridge or uh, Red Bull fridge?" Or and I'm just like, eh, "Nah." I'm Do you good. have a storage like a full of fridges you didn't tell me about? Because I mean, like, dude, <laughs> I had them. I had them forever. Right? Nobody wanted them. So I wish I, just, I had I, that problem. I mean, exactly. I have one in my garage that nobody will buy from me because it's a small one, but it's there. I gutted it already. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, what are you going to do? Um, but as far as, I guess, so you said you're doing jungles this season, and you're doing, Correct. is there any project that you're really excited about? You mentioned the, the tipping. Is there another one that's kind of you're driving for? This year, not mm-hmm. so much. The okay. the the fun stuff's gonna happen next year. Next year, <laughs> you're just so what do you got waiting. next year? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm hoping for uh, Exantic Tigers. Damn, that's that's, that's one of the big things for next year. Okay. Wow. And I need to find uh, one, and I've got those two female. Um, caramels from Lon Dex- Dexler that I Dexler, won from you yep. guys at Carpet Fest last year. Okay. Oh my so, god. Wait, is that the combination of our two lines that is just a horrible abomination that we shouldn't talk about? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going, wait, what? <laughs> well, hey, don't hey, I know. Lon was the only guy that bought animals from both me and Eric for a while. So it was always the talk of that Eric's snakes were going to go slumming because they were going to be breeding ah. to like my snakes. So yeah, we weren't allowed that's to awesome. talk about it, <laughs> it's, but no, that's but cool. yeah, so I, yeah, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for a nice exantic male or something to go with them. And I think you can kind of see where I'm going with that. Ah, yes, I do. <laughs> so, 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's primarily what my um, my focus is going to be from here forward is that exantic line, I think. Okay. So you're just going to keep the jungles going, but you're really going to focus in on the exantic stuff? Correct. Okay. Is that – are you going to start working – Morphs, because I know Exantic Tiger is the one that the people are after. Are you going to start trying to work it into some other stuff? Like, uh, I need to say Caramel, um, mm-hmm. but maybe even further down the line, extend outside of Coastal? Uh, potentially. <clears throat> potentially. Right. Uh, baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. <laughs> I, I, try not to get, I try not to get too Whoa, far now. ahead of myself, or, uh. or else I try to, you know... Spend money that I don't have. True. Eric's like pair it with the zebra now. I mean, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On there, and I had to like, I had the message right now multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um. But, um <clears throat> Really fun to see in the future would be a exantic super zebra that's almost like You broke up there. I mean, what was yeah. the? I heard exantic super zebra, but other than that, it was all static. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it, I said that'd be something fun to see in the in the future. Would be you know a super zebra exantic that's you know just that platinum white. Yeah. Those those are always nice looking when they come out. Mhm. For sure, man. Yeah, I would. Uh, well, maybe one day. <laughs> right, but yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's there's talks of you know moon glows and stuff like that, but yeah. I'm not quite there yet. Like you said, baby steps. Baby steps are what? good. <laughs> yeah, for me, it took me what. What was it, Owen? Like six years to make double head snows. <laughs> so I dear I gotta, God. I need a I need another six years to make just snows and then uh, you know, another six years to make right. moon glows, you know. Right. So right. Right. Shit. So that's kinda Yeah, it's that's kinda in the same situation, only I'm just starting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So but yep. it it feels so much better to get to that project when you've built every single step along the way. Right. And you that's know? the idea. Yep. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you know, cool. Eric, Eric, if you had gotten the double heads the first year, they'd be like beyond breeding age by the time you finally got them. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, not to uh, like rub salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Uh, <laughs> thanks, pal. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> the, uh, I, I guess we get, we're going to talk about the uh, carpet market here real quick. Um, okay. I mean, what's your thoughts of new people getting carpets? I mean, you got to wait and there was like barely any morphs, and now you're getting back into it now that we're kind of buried amongst it. I mean, what is your mm. take on that? Um, I think it's great, honestly. I think I think that uh, the fact that the hobby is growing the way it is is awesome. I mean, there there's always going to be you know, those certain people out there that you don't always agree with, but to each their own, you can't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think there's a place for everything. You know, I think you're talking about the morphs and things. Mm. 
I think it's great that they're, you know, that there's so much, there's so much availability. Right. Right. There's yeah. a lot of different stuff out there now. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you have any excitement about the hypo now that that's uh, the hypo coastal? I do. Thank you. Oh, wait, no, you weren't talking to me. Sorry. No. <laughs> those ones, uh, what's it, Troy Bromey posted? Yeah, those things are on fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They were oh. so good. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I actually shot him a message the other day asking him what his feeding schedule was on those things because, good Lord, <laughs> his 2018 were as big as my 2017s. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he's he's excited for those ones, for sure. That's yeah, you awesome. can tell the projects that you like and the projects that you put on the back. <laughs> those, you know? right. those other ones, yeah, the, yeah. the big mice right. for you guys. Like, yeah, I got it. Right? Yeah, no, those things are those things are exceptional. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the hypo <clears throat> hypo tigers. Uh, go, you know, I guess you would call real ghost tigers, whatever you want to say. That, that mm. that's going to be a stunning animal. <laughs> stunning animal. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't um, either. <laughs> exactly, but you have them. I don't. Um, do you? That, uh, do you feel like there's any kind of oversaturation of a ton of breeders and a tons of stuff? I mean. I would say that people kind of don't realize that there are a lot of really good looking breeders. There are a lot of really breeders out, a ton of breeders out there making really good looking jungles now. It's like it used to be you only could go to like three or four guys. It's like now everybody has really nice bright yellow jungles and really dark black. I mean, do you feel like there's some kind of oversaturation in the market of a few things? I know this is the hard stuff, right? <laughs> 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 Are you breaking Uh-oh. up again, man? Hold on. Am I? It's a, you're in and out. Are we good now? Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm actually at work, hiding up in the office. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> but. Gotcha. Uh, we won't tell. No, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's a good thing mm-hmm. in the fact that, you know, it kind of forces some of the price point down a little bit for people, you know, looking for just a collector item or a yeah. pet. Um, you know, it gives them the opportunity to get a really nice looking animal. Um as far as oversaturation, I don't know. In this area of New York, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. Okay. In my in my personal experience. Okay. That's good. Mhm. Uh, now um aside now what if anything are you looking to grab this season? I know you said that like you were always interested in stuff, but is there anything that you know you're keeping your eyes peeled for that one animal that you hope is produced this year that's put in front of you man right now right now this second not <laughs> right right now um okay <laughs> i i would i would really like to get one of uh, balen's tigers a male to 
to breed with the mm. red tiger that I have now. Yeah. That would be really cool. Okay. Um, so but if, other than that, no no real immediate plans. Okay. So if I go to Hamburg this weekend and to Jason Balin's table and just send you pictures of his table, would that be torture? Um just ask. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. do it. <laughs> yeah, cuz I'll print them out on the refrigerator and I'll stare at them. You know, eventually I'll end up with one. <laughs> Hashtag life goals. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Hey, that's how that's how I started Tiger Jag stuff. So you know that's fine. Um, and we know you don't have that much time left with us, so we're gonna quick jump to uh, the closing questions real quick. Okay. Um, and that would be if you can keep any reptile without limitations, whether it be by law or by money, what would it be and why? Oh man, I'd have to go back to that Sulawesi retic. <laughs> like if if space and money wasn't a thing, yeah, yeah, it's something about that species that I fell in love with at the beginning, and I would I would really like to you know have one of them and grow it up to be twenty twenty five years old. Jesus, you know. So yeah, take a Tomorrow- take a page out of Dan Liebitz's page there. <laughs> there you go. It's like a rever- it's like a reverse Garrett. It's like you're you're not trying to get tiny. You're just trying to get as big as possible. Um, yeah. Like, if they told you you're moving like tomorrow to a state where these things are allowed, you're just gonna start shopping. Like that's it. Give me my retick. <laughs> yeah, that that would be awesome. That's cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> Give it a whole room in the house. I mean, Jesus Christ! It, it would need a whole room in the house. <laughs> See, I, <clears throat> I'm past the uh, like shoveling shit, like literally with a shovel. <laughs> you know, right, right, <laughs> right. I was about to say, I think I have a retic. Eric, you still have one, or are you out now? Well, I just have I have two uh, locality ones, but yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome, though. All right. So the next question is, if you could go and herp anywhere in the world, where would you want to go and what would you be hoping to find? Oh, man. I'd love to go down to Australia and do one of those. One of those trips like you guys have done. You know, seeing your guys' post- <laughs> pictures posted and talking to Nick Mutton a little bit last year about it. That mm-hmm. seems like it would be a ton of fun to do. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, it is, I have to do it. <laughs> it's like, I, I have to for many reasons, one of which is that if I have to go through one more season of the show hearing about how Eric's been and I haven't, uh, it no. <laughs> yeah. Not, right, not right, well. right. So I'm just living vicariously through you guys at the moment. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that great. that would be that would be great. What would you be hoping to find? Anything. <laughs> All of it. You know All of it. I there's just so much there, you know, that's hard to single down one species. Yeah. Yeah, that, anything that's, that's alive, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, that's how I felt. 
Even the shit that wasn't alive still was cool. Like you're looking at rocks, you're like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is so great!" Right? Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you're in Jurassic Park or some shit. You know, it's just like, "Wow!" Right. All right. Right. This is a gorge. Like I've never seen two mountains and all of a sudden a valley dip below, but somehow it's magic over here. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But. Cool, <laughs> this is cool, a Pizza cool. Hut, but it's in Australia. We're like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, we didn't go to Pizza Hut. It was oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Domino's. <laughs> Domino's. My my fault. My fault. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Shame God. on you. Um, did Rob will yell at me, and he'll use it in the anniversary show four years from now. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> so but no. Um, so what is the best way uh, to follow you? get a hold of you. I mean, if we have any questions about some cool carpets that we want to get into, if we want to see, um, what you produce you know, this season, what you produce this year, uh, we want to put some things next to donk so that it makes it look smaller. I mean, what, like, how would we do that? <laughs> a truck maybe. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Instagram, a and B underscore reptiles is a good way. Um, or Facebook, same thing. Awesome. Okay. Cool. And are you going to be at uh, what? It, people could probably catch you walking around uh, White Plains. You're going to come down to Northeast Carpet Fest, of course. Oh yeah, I'll be there for sure. Ah, right, cool. All right, sweet. <laughs> I, I miss. I, I miss. I, I'm sorry. I miss the uh, Hobbit contest at Southeast, but. <laughs> that sounded that sounded like it was a lot. Of... <laughs> well, we'll have our own. Don't you worry. I mean, we'll get there. That's gonna be part of it. So, gotcha. Cool. Well, um, thanks a lot, dude. I mean, is there anything else you want to throw out there? You know, go ahead, real quick. You're 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 broken up again. That whole all of that was broken up. <laughs> we heard pictures. Yeah, we heard pictures. Right. That was it. So accuracy with quantity is is my biggest my biggest word of advice. Just keep shooting. Eventually, you'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is sound advice like, to live by. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. You yep. have like uh, this beautiful shot, and people say like, "Oh, they must have got that on the first shot." And it's like, yeah, four hundred pictures later. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. But yeah. yeah, that's that's the biggest thing is trial and error. That's awesome. okay. Don't be afraid to push buttons. See what happens. Okay, that's what I do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cool. Very cool. So, thanks for coming on, talking with us. Um, Yeah, we'll probably have to have you. Yeah, we'll have you swing by when you got a little bit more uh, time to chat with us for a full thing, and uh, you know, we'll definitely catch you at Northeast Carpet Fest. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. You have fun at work. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Nice. Cool. All right. Have a good one. That. Cool. 
It's like a mini-sode. <laughs> mini-sode. We're, there's yeah. little flash-in-the-pan episodes that you can, you know, uh, yeah. catch up every once in a while and see what's going on in the world of NPR. You're welcome, America and the world. Anyway, um, <laughs> please, please stop letting me talk. I have nothing else to say. Why aren't you stopping me? <laughs> Keep going, man. Keep going. No, I got nothing. <laughs> Jesus. So... Uh, so I figured, you know, now we'd hit, you know, I'm still getting nothing, like nothing at all. Really? It's, yeah, it's, it's like a weird I, season, man. I am not getting the activity that I've seen in past years, which is weird because it is, you know, it's like 30 degrees outside. We have snow coming from what the news is telling us that, you know, I'll be dead tomorrow if they're frozen. I don't know. It's like the, it, yeah. it, I, we, we have it all it's here, but you're right. I'm not seeing the action that I normally get, but I will say that I'm seeing action out of pairs that I've never seen it before, you know, white lips, olives and stuff like that. So, well, that's not uh, anything to shake a stick at. I mean, come on, man. I, exactly. <laughs> so I think so you'll be the, pretty the, happy if you only produced white lips and olives this season, I, and not one single I'd carpet. So, I don't give a shit about these Morelia things. It's like, yeah, I'd be yeah. done. You know, it's, anyway. but that's the secret. I just can't breed Morelia <laughs> one year. Next year, I breed all the funky stuff, and then I have to go back to breeding Morelia. Fine, right. I got it. It's cool, but um. It, 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 this is going to be one of the years that I think this, something's going to surprise us where we're going to be like, we're not going to see that much activity and then something will happen. Like uh, there are certain males that I see that are spurring the hell out of the females, like my Woma. Um, also uh, the bread lie, the stonewashed male I got from you will not leave the female alone. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so it's nice. It's that, but I, but I have not seen, confirmed locks and out of the females that i have seen confirmed locks of they're not getting huge they're not getting swollen they're not getting the the belly scales aren't popping now are we too early are we too what's going on here so i have a few ideas that i've been using Mm -hmm. that i've been kind of trying to fool around with um one i posted up on my instagram today my biggest male um shed yesterday okay and he's a seven-foot male jag from way back when. I took the shed and I ripped it up and I threw it in every cage that had a male that was not him. And the majority of them left it alone. But uh-huh. there were a few that were instantly, like the second that shed landed in the cage, they were instantly interested and upset by it. They were like, they had their faces all up against it. They were smelling it. They were flicking around. And then for the next hour, I saw them whipping around their cages. No shit. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, um, a head exanthic male and a jungle male. And those two were the only ones that actually saw like visible upset action from them. So that's good. My next plan is this weekend uh, after Hamburg. I was going to separate, I was going to feed, and I was going to start my warm-up. So that's what we're going to do is I'm kind of hoping that those small meals at the beginning of spring might get something going and that this isn't just going to be an off-season. Maybe it'll be a late season. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Um, I just got a bunch of, like, 
weaned re, weaned rats is usually what I use um, right. just to get that little uh, meal in them. You know, I I'm with you. I'm the same thing. Like I, I've seen locks, and it just yeah. is like the females are usually way more. You know, I guess they basically ovulated at this point, but maybe. Well, I don't know. It's weird because I I was going through and um, Joe and Melissa were here and I pulled Mm -hmm. out one of my biggest coastals to show them my female and I wasn't Mm going to bring her this year, but she was thick as hell in the back end, like huge. And I'm like, are you freaking ovulating on me here? Like, so I'm like, whatever. I put my big male in there and they were locked up. And I'm like, huh. all right, well, apparently I've been missing the ovulations from everybody else, and I'm going to get one clutch of carpets this year. So I don't know. And, you know, I, I was talking to Chris Foley uh, a couple days ago, and he's like, is this your usual I'm getting no Morelia for the year panic attack? Because it's a little <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah. He's like, to be honest, buddy, it's a little early this year. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's fine. Right. It's just, just I suck me. as a breeder. I, I suck can't as a do breeder. This. I'm doing nothing correct. It's like, yes, yes. <laughs> shut up. So I don't, I don't know. And for all we know, I, I, later on, I could be talking to you after I have to feed and clean 200 something babies. So I, I don't know. Um, it, it just seems like this has just been a weird year. And yet, you know, uh, I saw somebody get, jungles uh was bill got zebras um riley's got his papa ones that are about ready to explode so breeding is happening i I don't i i have to talk with some more of the people here in the northeast because so far it's just you and me and then matt and matt's like bloods are doing blood stuff and i'm like doesn't help me so (laughs) so i this weekend I'll, i'll talk to eric kohler i'll talk to jason balin um, I'll talk to Howard. So I'll talk to those guys and see, see what they're thinking and what they're doing. And, right. and if they tell me the same thing that it's no, no action, it's just weird. Then it, it, it just might be a weird year. It yeah. Remember, it seems like every, I don't know if it's like every four or five years, we seem to run into, into this. I've noticed. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, what was it? Four years ago, we had that one Christmas that was like seventy-two degrees, and I'm like, I I yeah. don't. <laughs> I think I got I got, and then that was um the year I moved. I got only got two clutches, but of course I moved. Duh. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, but you know, there's sometimes we're, we're not going to hit home runs every time. Yeah. So. And like I said before, <laughs> in a way, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> 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 I went through, I went through feeding babies today and cleaning and everything and I'm just like oh, <laughs> oh my God. What like, did I do? <laughs> that's also you that's you coming off the heels of probably one of your biggest seasons to date because you gave everyone oh, yeah. that you're off you moved. I mean you you 100%. did two years worth of breeding in one year. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you know what's cool? I was telling you this before. Mm. So like, actually there's a couple of things. I have this red tiger from yeah. the red tigers that we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. the Oh seven red tigers, if you will. Yeah. Um, anyway, this thing looks like a labyrinth berm. It is so <laughs> fucking cool, man. Oh my God. I pulled it out today. You know how, like when you first see carpets, when they're hatched, you kind of like, 
they don't have color and the pattern doesn't really pop and it's kind of like eh, you know. Yeah. But yep, yep. It's it's like starting to pop. Like now the babies are starting to pop and like the colors coming in. I have this. I I, I believe at this point now it's a caramel granite zebra. Holy shit! Jesus. Is this thing hot? And the caramel tigers. Good lord, they're amazing. Um. Yeah, you that, and I got to uh, talk about those caramel tigers. Yeah, the citrus tigers are starting to get yellow. Oh my, yeah, no. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really kind of happy, but the, but these red tigers, man, they really yeah. are really 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 sharp, looking good. Um, it, so I was it, happy. It's funny. Those. It's funny this year. I have I have two red tigers. I have a I have an older female that's from that group that we always talk about, and then mm-hmm. I have her daughter, who I wasn't going to breed this year. But I had a smaller male tiger that I threw in with the older female, and they wanted nothing to do with each other. And this this is one of those classic um, Ted Thompson, like it's a yellow tiger. It's like gold. Gotcha. So I'm like, I want to get some of that going. So I tried throwing it in with her. She didn't want anything to do with each other. So I put it in with the daughter, and he was spurring her. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll see what happens. So... I don't know what's going to happen, but that'd be cool to just get. I, I didn't get any tigers um, last year because I took my one tiger female and I brought her to the uh, big panic. You know, um, I'm hoping to get some more tigers going. Yeah, you can never have enough tigers. They're always. Uh... Well, <laughs> well, it's it, it, it's next year um, the Russian tigers go. Uh, nice. The year after that, that um, my 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 new red tiger male that I got from Balin and that really nice striped female that I got, they go. So it's like in the next couple of years, I, I really hope to be churning out some good tiger projects. You know, I want to get an exantic tiger project off the ground and mixed in with my exantic jag. Um, I already have made several death threats to KJ that if he sells anybody caramel tigers before me. I'm coming for him. So uh, I hope to get that project <laughs> off the ground. Um, right. But yeah, I, I mean, because we, we talked about this numerous times. Wouldn't it be cool to have a full display set up of the tigers of every different flavor and color? I mean, right. yellow, red, right. caramels, hypos. I mean, that would be killer. I want that. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, I keep looking at the hypo that I have, and speaking of which, um, yes. I have to back something up. That when we did the Coastal Show, we said that we caramel. Do? We said that caramel and um, hypo were allelic, which yes. we got that backwards. They're not allelic. Not allelic. So, so what it means basically is this: is that you can have both caramel and hypo show itself, uh, as opposed oh, yeah, to we, them mixing yeah. together. Yeah, we so. fucked that up. <laughs> but no, it's um. So you I know, guess it's like yeah. candy and albino. I guess is that would be candy, allelic. It would be. It mixes together because then it's candino. Correct. Right. Oh my God! Did I get a ball right. python thing right? Holy shit! This oh, is the end of ball days. Python. I mean, Jesus. Oh, my God. oh so oh, I was doing oh, so well. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I apologize, reptile and chill. Oh my I don't. goodness! I don't. <laughs> <laughs> It's been six years. The horse is coming after you, man. He's go bring him. You know he's got to cross. <laughs> he's got to cross the big pond to come get me. So <laughs> yeah, shut up, I know. Ryan. <laughs> Even the chat like, is surprised. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Stop saying what we're all thinking. You know, right. God. <laughs> um, but do you know what a Pompeii it. is? 
Do you know what a Pompeii yep. is? It's a city that got burned up by a volcano. Ah, see, you don't know royal <laughs> pythons. I don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Plus, is there one called a Pompeii? That's who named yes. that, and what is it? <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. You've never seen the Pompeii? No. Oh. What is it? <laughs> oh, dude, I have to. I we don't. <laughs> we don't have to do this, but <laughs> no, you have to see this snake, man. It's 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 pretty <sighs> cool. Right. I'm just going to okay. show you the image. Can you explain oh, to me um, what it is? <laughs> um, no, I know. I don't want to call Bill Stiegel. He knows my number. He can call me. <laughs> you know, that is not an invitation wait. for Bill Stiegel to call him. Call me. <laughs> wait a minute. How come when I uh, wait a minute? Uh Oh, you can't find the picture. Oh, Therefore, wait. the animal Maybe. doesn't exist. Maybe it's called no. It's called a Pompeii. What the frig is? Uh, what is going on here? Well, what is it a mix of? Does anybody know what the hell it is? Um, I don't know. He just revealed what it was the other day. It's like, um, well, it's definitely clown. <laughs> oh, oh, it's um, it's Justin Kabilka. Um, so okay. So actually, the thing I'm thinking of is called the magma, which is, I guess, like the next step for the Pompeii. Oh, for the love um, of hell! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a red striped clown. Uh, I think it has something else in it too. I'm not 100, percent but there's a lot of. Do you kind of see how? And, and it's just something I always kind of like admired about the uh-huh. royal python thing is that people pick. Nice. I, I know this is very weird. Um, let me let me just let me just let me just, just stop interrupting me. Just let me just get through it. Um, it's it's kind of like people pick their flavors and then they stuck with it. So like this guy is known for like pastels and he has every single pastel combination, but that's his thing. And then this guy is known for clowns and he makes really good clown stuff. And you know the clown stuff leads to this, and then he's known for that. So it's like they they find their thing and they follow it. So. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Well, J- Justin Kabilka is really yeah. There it is. Clown, what red stripe, spot nose, yellow belly, black pastel. Can you imagine trying to hit all those genetics in one snake? Well, I know the black pastel. I know yellow belly, and I know it's spot nose. I don't know, and I know clown. Didn't know red stripe, but like, how are all those genes inherited? I mean, clown's recessive. Red stripe is. Incomplete dominant spot nose is incomplete dominant yellow belly's incomplete dominant and so is black pastel. Shoot me in the head. Red stripe is a beer. Yes, it is. <laughs> in Jamaica, yes. <laughs> I'll count it. When you're Good putting your snakes together, you have a little red stripe. You have to, you have to pour that, a beer uh, on them. With, and then uh, like, yeah, explodes in some sort of chemical reaction, and then boom, baby snakes. So. Now Justin Kabilka is like really good at. Um, He's really good at, and again, this could be just like how it appears on social media, but um, he's like really good at foreseeing a project, you know, like Mm -hmm. he takes like genes that nobody cares about and he kind of like, you know, tries to work it and see the potential of it and then comes up with these insane Royal pythons, man, they're just crazy. I mean, no, that is, I watch his awesome. YouTube videos, and I, I'm just, I'm, blo- I mean, it's not like I'm gonna run out and buy them, but I, I just admire. <laughs> I can admire them, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and it's, yeah, it's exactly what William just said. Um, it's like the red stripe, nobody gave two shits about it. And Until you you know, got then it. all of a sudden he, it's like an ingredient in the snake that everybody's like, what the hell is that? And then red stripe is just like insane now. You like, you can't find it. Everybody wants That's it. So it's like weird. Six times and the cool. price, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that good for wonder, him with that kind of stuff there, but yeah, I wonder like, you know, I wonder if that could be done with, with car. I mean, you know, I don't know, like, it could maybe in Australia could you know like you have an albino well, silver pepper and people are gonna lose their fucking uh, mind man or like a hypo silver pepper something you know and you everybody's gonna be like what the hell he's selling a view it's like you could have this juvenile male silver pepper pure Murray like you know for six grand I'm like six grand plus however long I'd spend in jail for getting caught trying to smuggle it to the United States probably not worth it it's like you know it's like damn it but i want it um but it's really cool if you think about it um let's put it this way i we had the show on coastals and i had numerous people email me asking about uh getting on a list for the russian reds next year right and it's like because i got them and they're going and everybody wants them so but at one point i mean i can guarantee you that mike Curtin was having trouble selling them I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. Sometimes, eventually, what what it was old becomes new again. So yeah, because nobody has it, you know. Exactly, um, that's how it goes. But then also imagine infusing something like right now. Uh, we have yet to see your citrus tiger albinos. We have seen the heads, but we haven't seen that happen yet, right? <laughs> Yeah, so actually, this is one of the pair, and I I haven't seen them lock, but the female is pretty. She's pretty, she's thicker, right? Oh, she better. But uh-huh. she's a caramel head albino, and I put you ruined it now. You've just I, why citrus, <laughs> citrus tiger head albino to her. <laughs> Who knows what these colors are going to be? I don't know, man. Like a you, exploded. <laughs> yeah. It looks like fruity pebbles. I know. <laughs> yeah. What have I done? It's like, you know, it's, See, that's um, the difference between Justin and me. Like Justin would have a cool name like Pompeii or Magma, you know, and I have fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Please no. Please. Please, I want that to be the name. It's like I, I, I want to fruity see pebble that. tiger. Yeah, I want to see that in a book by Nick Mutton, and then we have <laughs> the fruity pebble tiger. And like you and know, he would never side, put that in. There. He would never do it. Oh no, no, it could have the longest genetic title. He would never call it the fruity pebbles tiger. I mean, yeah. like it would be great he though because he like put it. If he did put it, there'd be like a little thing underneath that says. Fuck you, Eric. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like where I, you know, I, I don't know where I fall on that, that, that branch of thinking like, you know, and, and, and that's the other thing that, um, uh, Kabilka is real good at is marketing. I mean, this dude's a yeah. genius when it comes in. Well, I think like him and Garrett are like really good <laughs> at, uh, that side of it, but I think it's cause they did it in their real life before they became snake breeders, you know? Um, We had that discussion a while ago. It's like, I think 
things earn names when they are something so drastically different from what you started or yeah. when the names start piling up so badly that you just don't want to call it anymore. Like, you know, eventually a super zebra granite albino hypo is just going to be like, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's like, so we, we can find new ways. It's like, obviously we call hypo, hypo albinos sun glows. So it will eventually just be a, granite zebra sun glow like you know that shortens it for us so yeah but we don't have anything new is what yeah, we don't have any kind of like yeah all our names are kind of like yeah taken from like we have some corn snake morph names and then like <laughs> all py- royal python names and boa constrictor <laughs> names We've just, uh, you know, just thrown them all I together. Hoping, I was kind of hoping we were going to stick with cats for the longest time and just eventually start really running out of it and just be like, yes, this is the clouded <laughs> leopard. Yeah. The clouded yeah. leopard carpet. Well, how do we get here? Don't even get me started on the Fisher cat. It's like, you know, it's like, see how far we can get. Um, but it, it, it's like we don't have any – ball python has a ton of different stuff, a ton of different base morphs. And also ones that have been crossed with each other to make new this and new that and all this other stuff. I mean, when you start getting four or five genes deep, you have to call it something different. Or you're going to spend all day just explaining what the hell it is to a customer. So, yeah, I mean, well, I think Royal Pythons have gotten to the point where a lot of people don't even know what's in it anymore. It's like I, it's almost it's almost like you get a special prize or something like when you breed this snake later on. You know, it's. Uh, are you kidding me? I, I think I saw somebody. I was I was hanging out near a table at Oaks, and they and they breed a lot of Royal Pythons, ball pythons, short blood tails. I don't know what you can call them anyway, but um, it's. And they kept saying, "Do you?" And the guy kept asking, "Do you have any multi-gene or three-gene animals?" And that's all he wanted. He was not interested in any other thing on the table unless it had at least three genes in it. So right, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. I think, I think with carpets, we might. I are, think we, we might, are we? Are we? Are we? Like, be, a, what do you mean? Like, I mean, like I, combos and stuff. No, com not combos. We're never going to be done with combos because there's always going to be this, that, that, this, this cross with this, that cross with that. But are we done with base morph in the United States? Uh base. Yeah, I think so. I think there's I mean, like a couple I, projects that are floating around, but I think for the most part, we, you know, everything that's well, I mean, in the states is. I think it, I think the hypo thing probably won't yeah. catch on until people like myself that invested in that project early on uh, start to produce stuff, um, right? Or use you know like Paul will like, will put up animals that he has like I, when you see like Paul's picture of his you know hypo tiger that thing is gorgeous yeah dude I I mean. Yeah, car- caramel what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's exactly. Just, so yeah. now my thing is that are we done with base morph? It's without, with the exception of maybe a few projects out there that may end up proving to be something different. or mm-hmm. um, And then also the other thing is are we done because of this potential CITES thing that will stop importation of Australian species? I mean, 
What does it care? What do you mean? It, what do you mean? Into the U.S. from like the yeah. U.K. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it could eventually, you know, take hurt us. But I mean, most of the yeah. stuff that's in the Harpet U.K. is right on. Yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much everything in the With UK. With the exception of maybe one or two things. secret projects that we don't know about. Exactly. Um, right. And obviously the rest of the stuff is already in, is in Australia and we weren't going to get that anyway. Allegedly. So, well, I don't know, man. You know, who knows? You know, I was listening again. What? I, damn, I don't know. I, I think this might have been. I don't know if this was Reptile and Chill or if this was. The, oh, no, it was Ian on the, the Herpta Culture podcast. But um, okay, they were talking about, you know, Indonesia and, and like, you know, I think I think actually what they were talking about was Madagascar. And how mm. like nothing really comes in from Madagascar anymore. And then they started talking well, about Indonesia, and how you know at, 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 we've heard for years that they were going to shut the doors on Indo and not import yeah. anymore. You know, will it happen? Well, I mean, eventually, I think it will. Um, I think it will too because Indonesia is getting picked clean. But I will say that Madag- you saw nothing from Madagascar, and then this summer you saw a ton from Madagascar. Cause remember I told you that the government had changed over and they had changed the rules and lifted the bans on exportation, which is why I was running around trying to buy up all my giant Madagascans that I could get like now because well, the, gov- yeah. the government has changed over again. And guess what got shut down? Madagascar. So there you go. So the, th- the thing I never thought about though, and I think it was Ian that brought this up was the fact that um, the fact that, you know how our government is is with the government that we're talking like you know so like are we in good standing with them do they like us do they hate us are we at war with no one them? you know no, what i mean no one likes us no one likes us well so yeah but just... you know yeah yeah that's true but um <laughs> especially now right <laughs> uh, yeah maybe it was, pretty, it was pretty dodgy leaving the country man i was like ooh, this could be awkward really <laughs> oh, quickly <God>. you know? <laughs> fake fake canadian just fake i canadian did not vote for him man <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god but um anyway but you know you know i get it that you're right and also it might be that they don't want to export and they don't want to change it also again i i think it also goes back to the um, one government will be in charge and they'll decide that it's time to go, you know, it, it, this is an avenue that we could sell and, you know, get a little money generated for us and then give them a year. And then the new government comes in and says, this is horrible and shuts it down. I mean, I think it's a flip of the coin. You know, we, we yeah. change politics every four years, it seems. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think that I, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I know nothing really about Australian government or anything like that, but I would think that as that reptile hobby grows and becomes more mainstream over in Australia, I think maybe, maybe, you know, at least I hope that one day they'll export. I know they'll never import, you know, well, and I, now, and I totally understand why they wouldn't, but I don't understand why they wouldn't export you know because here's you're going to keep people from coming and you know smuggling them so exactly now why why not use the captive bread stuff and like i don't know you could you could put some kind of tax on it or something that yeah which you know us in the states and i'm sure all over the world beside australia would pay it 
Um, oh yeah. And then they can put well, it back into conservation, get rid of killing cane toads. Who knows? You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think that's part of why they're trying to push for all Australian species to stop being traded over international borders that they might want to look into exportation of themselves and this kills competition? Um, I guess that's possible. I don't know if it goes that deep, but I guess it could be possible. Yeah, Maybe. Hey, no Australian species are allowed to go past any border, and then they'll say, you know, unless it's coming directly from us. And then now the only place where we can get carpets is direct from Australia. I'm not too bent out of shape about that. So, I mean, I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'll live. No kidding. (laughs) You and I are going to go pick out our freaking silver peppers, but I don't know. But then there's the other thing is that how long we know of these morphs now that have appeared in Australia, they could potentially appear here, but I don't think that we're working with the purest of stock that the guys in Australia are. I mean, we have coastals, but they're the best of our ability, unless they're a a certain locality, they're the best of our knowledge coastals, you know, and (laughs) same thing goes with jungles. So It's weird like that, too. So I don't know. I would like to see some more morphs pop up in the hobby, but I'm also just as pleased with the um, just the working of the morphs that we already have here. I mean, I saw uh, some stellar Carmel Tigers produce this last year. Um, KJ, Todd, a bunch of people produced some really nice-looking ones. So, And that's been worked. I mean, give it a couple I more years. I think I – think... I think the the where we are now with the carpet python morph um, world in the states mm. and probably maybe even in you know in Europe is that refining the morph. So like I think that we saw a lot of like it seemed like zebra, you know that gene in particular was probably the easiest to refine quickly because right. we were working with such beautiful jungles. You know, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. it seems like everything has been put into that one subspecies and, you know, some of the stuff is kind of new and really hasn't been refined. Like Inlands and Darwin's are relatively new, you know, being bred in, in the States. Um, yeah. And I think once you start, like, I think once you start to like selectively breed, um, one way or another, like, uh, if you're going to breed Darwin's and you want, you know, like, I mean, the variety, um, you know, of Darwin's just in my collection from the different lines is, it's crazy, you know? So like you could take that and go a different way. And then, you know, then you, then you breed that into the albino morph and like, you're going to mm-hmm. get some really cool results. So I think like, I think that's what's going to, at least that's where my focus is. It's like always refine. Like if you start with really good base stuff, you know, then obviously you're going to make really cool uh, morphs on the other end. Um, But shit, man, I would be happy with Australia just to get fresh blood into the the Uh, game. I mean, uh, William just asked if we could keep, if we could uh, get a group of carpets or pythons from Australia what would it be, morph species or locality? Um, all well, of the above. <laughs> it's like well, I, I have a yeah. few morphs, I have a few species, and I have a few localities. It's like, um, I would sit just with coastal. I mean, because uh, there's the albino coastal. There's all the different lines of coastal. There's all the different 
even just the funky looking ones that I'd want to. But then there's also the freaking uh, diamonds that we that we saw that we were talking about last time. I mean, dear God, um, I'd go with that stuff. I would just want, like you said, fresh blood too, just to get mixed in there. So. Yeah, I would probably try to get. I think. I mean, as much. Yeah, that would be a tough one because. Yes. Yeah, I would be torn. Well, I would be torn because. I see, like, you know, obviously the silver pepper stuff that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Darren's working with is just, I mean, to me, that's one of the coolest carpet morphs ever. Um, yeah. And it's in a subspecies that's, or may, possibly one day full species, that's just amazing. Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if, I probably wouldn't touch, you know, bread lie, um I think yeah, but I, I think we got a nice light. group, but there's some stuff there that's cool. Um, exactly. There's but some also I, there's like what's that patternless morph that's down in Australia or whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, there's yeah. talk of elucistics of some type. Uh, what? Heard, <laughs> something like that down there. What? Um, <laughs> I've heard that from from a from a few different people. I don't. I don't. Damn. Yeah. I don't, um, <laughs> I mean, for me, personally, what would I want if I could only have one thing? Well, we all know what I that mean, would be. Yeah. Like, I mean, why are we even playing? It's yeah. like, <laughs> I would want, like, different forms of imbricata. Dragons. And, oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, shit, dragons. They, they've uh, the, uh, inbred those things to, like, Oh, you mean insanity. they're not supposed to just be born without skin? Like, I mean, like, I... Dear God. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think morph wise, I would de- so there would be the, I have a group of them that I would want. Obviously, it would be the silver pepper, um, <laughs> the albino coastal. Um, <laughs> I would definitely want the uh, the hypo Darwin stuff that's popped up, the melanistic yeah, Darwin yeah, stuff that's popped up. You want both ends of the Darwin. You want the hypo and the black. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know. So you know, with that. Um, then as far as species go, I would definitely think that we should get like some locality type stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously that locality stuff would be pure, uh, you know, whether it's coastal jungle, whatever, but I mean, how cool would it be to have like uh, a Daintree carpet python, you know, I mean, but then there's also, there's also things of like, you could, if you could go and, you know, we're talking like blackheads, like new blood of blackheads. We're talking locality sure. Roma stuff. I mean, like there's a lot of things that you can get into with this stuff. I mean, uh, I guess we'll mention Ryan wants King Horneye. I mean, like, duh, <laughs> it's, uh, might as yeah. well. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's the other one. And like, to me, the, 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 the perfect green tree Python and I, you know, I got my ball is yeah. I mean, there's Australian screen trees. They're green, mm-hmm. like a crazy yes, green, like with a white stripe. I mean, it's perfect. They're, they're green, like a green tree python. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it's, um, yeah. I mean, they, I, I, I think all of the above. I think it'd be great to get that kind of stuff. So, and it's not. It, it, we, we've been saying this and dreaming about this our entire reptile careers. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, but also, I, I I guarantee you, if we had this conversation twenty years ago, we'd say that rough scales were never going to happen. I mean, come on. So who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, and that was the other thing I heard. The Joe was on uh, Reptile and Chill, and they were talking about uh, finding the uh, the dead pythons in the pine barrens in the guy's trunk. That was Owen Pelly pythons. The little mm-hmm. pelly pythons were here in the States. Mm-hmm. And they I died in the pine barrens. I hate that story. You know? In New Jersey. Hey. So close. Yes. <laughs> I know. Like, God damn it, man. God a freaking damn Australian it. snake. That's in the, up up in the Northern Territory, man. Like, hey, how uh, cold did it have to get to kill it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 20 degrees out. Might want to get a heat pack. <laughs> what a, what? I don't know. More. I just, it, it, it. That that I hate that story. It's like you know you went through all the yeah. trouble. It's like you yeah. know, because then you know worst case scenario you go, you get caught you do some jail time but then they go to a zoo and like maybe the Philadelphia Zoo has overbreeding of Owen Pelly pythons. Like come on, how does that work? Do you know you've you've dealt with this? I mean, is there like ever a time? I'm going to let you talk about this because I got to step away from a second, but I'm curious, <laughs> is like ever a time that, you know, obviously Animal we do have is. zoo stock, but like, how does that yes. work with the private sept- sector? Normally uh, any kind of accredited zoo, um, like an AZA accreditation zoo is not allowed to release animals to the public. And actually a lot of them who have species that are given to them from other countries or other governments are told uh, via booking or whatever uh, agreements that these animals are never to be sold outside of the public. Now, that being said, sometimes zoos have an abundance of animals where, you know, they just keep breeding, they just keep breeding, they just keep breeding. Now, when a zoo has more animals than they know what to do with, they'll throw them up on, uh, an AZA, they call them AZA classifieds. I don't think that's not their official name. I know it's not. Um, it's just a place for other zoos to go on to say like, hey, maybe we had like the oldest Burmese python known to man and it finally died. And now we have this open enclosure. Well, I'm going to see what other zoos have in surplus. And there's a there's an AZA accredited zoo out in the middle of Utah or whatever. And they've been breeding retics and they have a ton of retics and they need to get rid of them. I can petition to get it, and then uh, if everything's approved, if my enclosure is inspected and it's found to have adequate amount of space, they'll send the retic over to me. I'll put it in quarantine at a certain time the retic can go into the enclosure. Now, sometimes there are so many uh, of a certain type of animal that they'll start – the AZA Zoo will be allowed to start selling or, or gifting them to other – licensed and accredited facilities like ZAA or some of the other menagerie permitted things, this, that, and the other thing are AZA accredited dealers and breeders around the country. Um, And they will. And then sometimes those animals, once they've been sent to the ZAA facilities or uh, the breeders where there's not a lot of monitoring, they'll breed some more and then they'll be gifted to people who, make a donation to the facility and then they go off somewhere else. So it's really like a trickle down kind of a thing. They have to pretty much exhaust. Uh, if it's a major accreditation, if it's a if serious accreditation, they have to pretty much exhaust all zoos and aquariums 
at the high level and then exhaust all zoos and aquariums at the middle level and then kind of get finally get down to where into per, uh, uh, somebody else's hands and then then it's some backdoor dealing to get them out into the public hands or it's done in a outside of the United States where I'm not sure how they function with zoos and aquariums and private collections there. So not a right. lot of animals from the zoo make it to private hands in the United States, just because there's a lot of red tape and a lot of different tiers of accreditation and a lot of what you can own based on your, like, you know, I cannot own a snow leopard. Therefore a snow leopard born in a zoo will never become in public ha- in private hands because you can, I, you you cannot get a snow leopard at Hamburg? No, I get, I get a lot of things at Hamburg. But that's, again, <laughs> that, there's that difference. So uh, it, it, it takes a while, and it, it, I would say that reptiles are easier than other animals to go from zoo stock to private hands. But, right. Uh, and, and the other way, too, where some AZA-accredited zoos will contact like uh, people to get – breeding stock you know uh andrew had two uh white throat monitors on display at the lehigh valley zoo for about a year and a half because they needed to fill a spot but right. they had to go through the whole process of taking possession of those animals from him they had to go through a quarantine process they had to be listed in their accreditation journal where when you do that and you list an animal the aza can say you know what that's a great looking tiger it would breed great with the tiger over there. They'll come in and take it and tell you to send it. Like you have no choice in that matter. You know, if it's part of a species survival plan, it goes where it's needed. So right. it's one of those things. Um, yeah. You know, here's the other thing. Like I've always, me and Rob have talked about this and, you know, one of the things that comes up is like, when you have a group of diamond pythons, like when we had a group of diamond pythons come in, right? So there's yeah. San Diego Zoo, there's Riverbank Zoo, and uh, they both sort of throw what we call reduced pattern diamonds or whatever. Yes. But somehow we think the two aren't related. But like when when you hear people like Tom Crutchfield talking on Reptile Radio and basically saying like, he's like, he doesn't understand where these different line of Womas come from or these diamond pythons because they came all together as a group. Yeah. So like it's sort of like what we're doing with the popcorn carpets right now. Right. You know, so like yeah. me, Riley, Steve Katz, a couple other people. I know Jacob, I think he has some, some of the stuff, uh, Chris. So we have this captive hatch stuff, but it's all coming from the same. The clutch. same. Exactly. So it's not going to be like that bloodline. You know, obviously, I think Riley will probably be the first one to produce them. So if he produces them and he calls it the, you know, uh, the uh, Riley reptile line or Riley. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Oh, are you telling me that Riley gets to name a line? Oh, no, 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 no. He and I are going to talk. I'm going to make sure it's something ridiculous. So, you know, don't you worry. I'll figure that out. But that's That's the situation. (laughs) So, like, now if I have... So like if he if all right if I didn't know that he had those snakes or like I hated them or something like that or he hated me or you know whatever he there's he a lot could of tension in that them. chat we have you know between yeah. the two of you I can I can yeah. feel it yeah <laughs> yeah 
No, I don't hate Riley. I love Riley. Guy. <laughs> no, I, I no, just want to put that, that out there because next thing will be like, <laughs> oh, the Eric, why, dude? Eric doesn't like you. <laughs> the Eric sucks line of IJ. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no. Um, but anyway, it would be so. Like, if I produce it, it would be you know, it, this is the Burke line and this is the Riley line, you know, right? Jimison line or whatever, you know. So, like, I should change that. This is the Jimison Jimison bloodline and the Burke bloodline. But really, there's both the same bloodline. Same bloodline. Different lines, you know. No, so. I get that. And do we we had that? Didn't we have somebody go in there? These are unrelated. Rough scale pythons? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's like, you know, it, what? It's, or a new bloodline of rough scale pythons. N- no, no, n- no. It's right. Some people don't understand that. Where, yes, these, it, well, it, didn't that it happen? All, it did. It <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. And, it, and it caused me physical pain. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it's like, what are you talking about? So it's, it, when it comes down to the diamond stuff, if they all came in in one group and were split up, of course they're all related. I mean, well, even not if they, all of them. But what I'm saying, no, is not all of them. But the ones that throw these reduced patterns, like we think it's magical. Well, it's not magical. It's no. It's, I think it's recessive. And you know, I think, I think it's because you breed these two lines together, and you're like, well, you don't know what you're gonna get. And like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just like, dude, they're related. <laughs> It's just like what happened with the stonewash. Like yeah. stonewash was this, you know, we had this gene that was not even known, you know, and then all of a sudden it pops out and then it pops out in Brian Barchek's collection and, you know, somebody else produces them and it's like, whoa, what the hell is this? Well, it's the same freaking thing, you know, it is. it's just, yeah. So it it is. And that's, and that's just how it goes. And, and unless you can trace that stuff back or down, you're right. If you didn't know that, Say if Riley and you, you and Steve didn't talk to each other, you'd have, you'd think you were the only guys hanging out there with these wild hatched IJs or these cats of hatched IJs. I mean, you'd right. be the only guy thinking that you'd think it was up to you to name it, and that's, I mean, it, yeah, it's not. You're right, and that's how you get these three different lines. I mean, who's to say that certain other lines that we've talked about are not somewhere further back related? We don't know. All depends yeah. on how far the records go. Yeah. Did you see that video I posted up today? Um, it was from uh, Australian Reptile Park where they released the diamonds back into the wild. There was like yes. 23 yeah. baby diamonds. I love just, like, that. <laughs> that was so cool, man. It's like, great, wow. dude. I mean, like, and wasn't their mother was hit by a car? And they got the eggs out of her or something like that? Or am I thinking about something else? Uh, yeah, I know they rescued the eggs. I wasn't 100% sure. Um, or mom mom didn't make it. We know that mom yeah, didn't make it. Yeah, and that they the rescued the did. eggs. And the babies did. And that's fantastic. I love that stuff. You yeah. know? It's cool stuff. Um, the other thing that... Uh, what was I going to say? Shit. Um, no idea. Oh, no, I got it. So um, I'm mm. I, I flip over because I see somebody sending um, pictures on the chat and this hmm. chondro pops up and it's it's called it's from Jade's Dragons. This thing has okay. to be the most insane chondro I've ever seen. I'm going to post All it in right. the chat. Okay. 
The thing is not. Let's let's see. Dear that thing, God, that thing is insane, dude. Is that thing real? Yes. Are we sure? <laughs> like, I mean, yes. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's crazy snake, man. See again, uh, Condros Condros do this thing where it's like those things are gorgeous. God, I wish I got into Condros. And then like I hold a Condro or I care for a Condro for like an hour and I'm like, God, I hate these things. So it's like, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a love hate relationship. It's a love hate relationship. It's the same thing with scrubs. I'm like, man, these things are great. And then like I get bit in the knuckles. I'm like, God, I hate these things. It's like, um, it, 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 you can do so much with chondros and so many cool things. And that is just phenomenal. And I hate that, you know, that thing would breed to a freaking stellar female. And then the babies would come out, and I would spend a ridiculous amount of money, and then it would just turn green. I'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, like, I, know, I couldn't. Right? I can't handle it. Like I can't. Uh, I t- I'm telling you, man, chondro breeders—they got the best racket in the whole reptile biz. Man. <laughs> they, don't know, they don't have to tell you what sex it is. They yeah, what you tell want you what it or it's not. Look like. I was it, thinking just, about that because no. uh, it was, you either want it was to buy it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, fine. It was the Arlington show, and I saw Bill Stiegel running around being retired Bill, which I guess he has like a five o'clock shadow now, and that's the only difference. Um, uh, yeah, but I saw that. it was like you know he. I'm like, God damn it! He's let him. He's he's not shaving now that he's retired. Look at him. But um, he's got all his chondro setups and stuff like that. And all I can think about is every person who walks up the bill is just going to be like, Are these from sickness? At least from the sickness. At least from sickness. At least from the sickness. It's like, it, it, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's the, it's the best racket in the world. You get one really good looking one, slap a name on it, and then the babies just fly off the shelves. So yeah, yeah. And and you can't. And the and the cool thing is, is like with them in particular, like yeah. you can't be disappointed with a green snake. I mean, everybody really loves can't. A green reptile. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, well, let's I mean, look at it this way. It, it, let's say you were to get a green tree python that had yellow line in it, and it doesn't get the amount of yellow scales that you thought, but it gets a, a few and looks attractive. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be happy with that animal. Like, you know, it's... Or even the same way with black scales. Like, say if it doesn't get a ton of black, but it gets some to look really kind of cool looking. I've yeah. never heard anybody really get totally pissed off that their snake didn't turn out like the parents. Because a lot of times, if you're paying for a designer, uh, it's still going to come out looking cool. So, Yeah, I mean, even the ones that are like mustard yellow, even they're cool. Because then you I take know, them outside nice. and then, like, you got, like, these blues pop out and sh- like colors that you didn't even know were there. You're like, what the hell? You know, but Casey just posted up some, uh, Goldfield shingleback skinks in the chat. I have oh. never seen shinglebacks that color. Oh, shinglebacks, dude. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's, um, 
what's her name? Uh, Ty uh, Eper po- posted up um, some kind of shinglebacks from the Northern Territory today that were just like a different locality of them or something. Yeah, they're like they're like holy oh, hell, they I were was, cool. Yeah, they're god. They're cool, man. I I do like, I like the uh, yeah yeah I do like them. I I don't know if I would ever get them, you know, but. Very cool. Who do you have to who do you have to kill to get these things? Apparently a couple <laughs> of Austra- Australians, custom agents apparently. It's like, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but dude, it's there I, I wonder if the guys who are in Australian herpticulture really kind of know just how much we're dying to 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 see or keep or breed those animals because or is there some like american species that's like you know what if i could get my hands on a california king snake it's like, wait what it's like yeah I don't, yeah it, 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 I, i've often wondered that if they have that same yeah. feeling like do they see the magma ball a uh, real python and they're like good lord i gotta have that thing <laughs> well, we're like there was some, really there was some dude in australia that like he will be he's under arrest for for importing stingrays and a corn snake, I'm like, man, went to jail for a corn snake. <laughs> it's like, oh damn. <laughs> Go Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that's kind of crazy, man. Well, I'm like, but, was it at least a good good corn snake? It's a picture of a snow, and I'm like, you didn't even go to jail for a palmetto. What's wrong with you? So yeah. you know, it's but like the Australians, but, they probably think the same of carpets. They they call them crappets, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, wow. they're like, yeah, what would what would you want that for when you can have that like ugly a snake uh, that's living in my shed? You want it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You could have like a king brown man. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, yeah. well, you haven't gotten an albino red belly snake? Well, it is pretty, but you know it's yeah. like no. God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's so many cool reptiles over there. You know. I yeah. They they could. Oh man, it's just crazy. now now but, now now. Are we just taking the shit that we have here for granted because we can't get the stuff that they have? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's like one of those yeah. things. You always you want what you can't have, you know. And of course, um, I think I think for some people like myself, there's just, you know, you've always been attracted to, um, you know, certain places um, just fascinate you. I think Steve Irwin, at least for my generation, Steve Irwin had a lot to do with that. Like, you know, making Australia cool. You know, my generation, yeah. right? Your generation. <laughs> you know, in my yeah. day. Sandwiches Back were in nickel. my what? day. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what? <laughs> Back uh, in my no, day, I... a, a phone had a dial on it that spun around. <laughs> <laughs> did you see and that it was thing attached where, like, to it... the wall? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see that thing where they put the phone down and they had the, they showed it to the teenagers, like, you have 10 minutes, call a number. They're like, how does this work? <laughs> it was a rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, um, but no, it's, uh, you know, it, again, how much shit do you have downstairs or in your collection right now that at one point, you know, people would have killed for? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Tons of exactly. shit. Well, you have, you have an, you have carpet python morphs, you know, at one point those were mystical things to us. Like, you know, it's, you have how many jaguars? It's for like, sure. You know, yeah, it, 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 it's just the way it is. I mean, um, 
Well, I feel like that with the hypo now, you know, I mean, yeah. if you, you listen to the beginning of our show back, you know, I was drooling eight, over eight hypo. years ago. We we're just like, Oh my God, if we yeah. only had hypo and now we uh, have hypo and, and everybody's it. like, it's just the call. Oh, man. You know? just shut up. Not, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have no idea how long we waited for this crap. Yes. Shut up. You know, it's, it, 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 again, I think we're spoiled to a certain extent, but we'll see. Um, I would like to see more refinement in certain morphs and just to see how it goes. Cause it's almost like uh, for a while there, when zebra popped out, everybody was talking about just refining the yellows and the blacks. And then we got to the point where people were turning out good looking zebras. So we just kind of stopped. It's like, and good enough. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So it's like, I would like to see that. And, and I mean, you and I were talking about how I, I never really tried really hard to make a jungle project for myself, but then just from friends of mine selling their collections or carpets just falling into my lap, all of a sudden I'm like, I have how many Delia scattershot animals? What? And like, you know, it's all this other stuff. It's just like, sometimes it just happens. So yeah. I, it, I would like to see definitely more refinement in coastal stuff, more refinement in uh, the albinos. Like I want to see what your citrus tiger I want to see what your citrus tiger head albinos do. I want to see what the oranges and the colors and the pinks and the purples, I want to see what comes through with that. So, yeah. And I think the thing with that project is again, like I think when they pop out and they're born, you're not going to really see the potential. And then, no, you got to wait. Yeah. As they get older and, you know, then you show people adults and I think, you know, that's going to be pretty cool. And anything that I put that, that line to, has produced insane animals, you know. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. So, so I, I I don't think that the albino would be an exception. I mean, you know, the cool thing about carpets and the albino is just like I said, there's just so much uh, variability when it comes to uh, comes to carpets that it just makes it so much so exciting that you can go so many different directions, you know, I mean, like even just jungles. I mean, there's people like, they like lemon yellow. Then there's some that like mm-hmm. the butter yellow. Then there's some that like the neon yellow. Some like the people with more of the orange type of yellow. Um, some people like tipping. Some people don't like no tipping. tipping. Yeah. yeah. Some people I mean, like morphs. Some people but don't. Honestly, yeah, I, I, yeah. Mm. The jungles I see today, and, and maybe I'm not looking in the, in the same place, but you remember back in the days, like with Andrew Hare and like yep. um, those guys and Jake Milbrat and all, you know, they had like, like, oh my God, they were just insane. And now it just seems yeah. like we've sort of fell into, they all look the same. Well, no, I, let me put it this way. I would say that, you know, at one point you could only go to Headhunter and Jake and, 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 and Andrew Hare and all those guys to get the really kick-ass and my curtain and get the really kick-ass good-looking jungles. The problem is that we all did, and we all got one or two animals, and now those animals have found the way to each other, and you know the people have left the collection, which means that their really kick-ass jungles have now merged with these guys' really kick-ass-looking jungles. So it eventually got to the point now where it's not that hard to find a really, really good looking black and yellow carpet python. It's not as hard as it used to be. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is is that they all kind of look the same phenotypically. Like they've yes, kind of lost will... that variability that that I remember seeing back in the forum yes. days. You would see like like you just see such a variety of how they looked, and now they seem to all have like the solid black, you know, like yes. the Johnny Blaze look, if you will. You know, that kind of oh, like. No. <laughs> but no, I I I, I agree. Because I have an Andrew Hare animal, and then I look at it in the Delia Scattershot animal, and I'm like, you're different, I guess. <laughs> it's like, I don't I don't know. Um, yeah. It's a certain line that only people working with it. Like, you know, Venda Vetner is only being worked with by Kohler. Um, and I think, uh, Nick. Uh, I have animals from the lineage, but I don't have straight. Van- I used to, but I don't anymore. Yeah, I have one from that lineage, but I don't have one from. I, don't, I, I never had one from straight, because my original ones were Van der Vetner mixed with a zebra. So, and apparently, I'm told that doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have. Uh, it came from Nick. It was Van der Vetter and something else, but it's yeah. like my so, black jungle project. Exactly. Exactly. So the, it's just it is what it is. But I'll say that, you know, we talked about how earlier today, early in the episode today, we talked about how there used to be striped jungle projects all over the place, but they all kind of fell by the wayside because everybody started breeding zebras and jungle jacks. So everybody was chasing the super zebra for a while. So nobody was really. Dealing yeah, you with don't even stuff. really see them. And remember how like, uh, yeah, it's like. Jungle, I mean, say what you will about the jag and the whole, you know, jungle jags and Jump. all that stuff. Yep. But dude, yep. it's hard. It's it's hard to beat a freaking phenomenal jungle jag. I mean, it is. It really <laughs> is. They're freaking neon yellow. Uh huh. You know, and like solid black, beautiful, beautiful snakes. But you don't see many people doing anything with them. I have jungle jags. What's that? So do I. <laughs> I know. Weird. I got um, yeah. the. It, 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 it's it because I think people got into them. People did other stuff. I think people have shifted more. Like it, it's super zebra, you know. For the first couple of years that zebras run around, everybody wanted supers. And then when it started coming out that they have problems with their tails, I think a lot of people balked and went a different direction. Yeah, remember when we were thinking like, could you uh, make Breed a super out. zebra that was neon yellow? You know, and yeah, like that, you know, it doesn't well, seem everybody- like people push that. Everybody stopped. It's like, you know, first off, we had the ones with the kink tails for the longest time. And then Jason produced one without a kinked tail. And that animal, I think, produced offspring without kinked tails. So it's like it was starting to get to the point where maybe the kink tail wasn't going to need to be something we worried about anymore. But then nobody really started pushing for the really, really, really hot yellow. Like I said, everybody was working with zebra got to a point where they got the yellow and the blacks okay, and then they stopped. Right. No one's really trying to push for the bright, bright, bright yellow zebras, and nobody's crossing them together to see if they can get an insanely bright yellow super zebra. Right now, they'd much rather have the albino super zebra, the xanthic super zebra. Like, nobody's trying to enhance or progress on super zebra. Yeah. I guess it's just like... Ryan was talking about just how like uh, I guess to a point it's kind of like that yeah. you know when when the species is closed off and you can't get in you know the gene pool sort of like melts the to, melts together and just becomes one type of look exactly. or two type of looks you know but I think well, 
I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe it just goes to the variability of jungles as opposed to like, you know, say coastals because like still today, coastals are just so variable and maybe that's just them. They're just super variable and, you know, but, or maybe everybody just wants that. Like I said, everybody just strive for that. It is an impressive look, you know, solid mm-hmm. yellow, solid black, you know, like I jet think black. We pushed it. Yeah, and I think we pushed it in all those muddy, ugly, non-solid yellow, solid black carpets. We just let go and fell by the wayside. And I think I think the other part is like when the, the carpet python morphs started to really like kind of take off and, mm-hmm. you know, people were starting to make different combinations of stuff. I think what, what happened is we got a little Royal Python crazy and we kind of like just tried to like, well, let's combine this, this, and this, see what happens. Right. Just to see what the results are. So it kind of like paused progressing uh, certain morphs because we're just trying to look at what the combo, like what does this combo do? What does this combo of genes do? You know? And then once we figure that out, we'll go back and refine it. But sometimes I don't think we ever made our way back around, you know? Right. Well, that's what that's that was always been my goal. I I think of guys like you know who I see that's like somebody that stands out to me is Martin uh, Rosemont. Like to yeah. me, he's like really working on making like you know stellar uh, zebra jags or stellar zebras or you know what I mean. And he has like a couple different you know uh, projects that he's made, but his animals are always they're like freaking phenomenal and yeah. he's trying to refine that. And even though it's only zebra Jag and just two genes, it's still going to be like some of the nicest zebra Jags that you'll see. Uh, I would like to see all the different lines of pop one that you guys have, you know, you Riley, Steve, stuff like that. I would really like to see you guys refine that to the point where if I look at a granite from each individual line that they look different. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that e- that even hasn't been touched at all. I know. Like, well, you think about like the, that like bright orange animal that you have. I'm like, god damn it, just put that in a granite. Like, let me see what that looks like. You know. Oh yeah, it, that's going to be insane. Like, you think real. about that. Yeah. yeah, if that if that orange is sort of like the base color, imagine like that uh-huh. orange being behind the darker scales on the top of the granite. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, kind of popping out. We've seen that with some some that are kind of like they they started as yellow and then they kind of like yeah. as they age they kind of doled out but like you know there hasn't been any kind of mix of like poster child blood or GQ blood or anything yeah. that's like that crazy crazy trust me man give me a few years and you're going to see right. like you know <laughs> everybody's going to want a poplin carpet because then Indo's going to close nobody's going to yep, be able to get them done. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, these are – all of a sudden, it'll be like $1,000 for a Pop 1 carpet python. And that's the only – and that just and Pop 1's the only way to get fresh from the wild stuff. So if there's ever going to be yep. a brand-new yep. carpet base morph, it's going to come out of that in the United States. I guarantee you. I mean, that's beer where we show up. Um, and, I mean, dude, I've seen out of my granites that I've – Reduced. Um, the, uh, Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, and we're gonna move on. Um, the yes. um, they there there are some that are darker than the others, and there's some that are brighter than the others, and then even the heads. Mm-hmm. There's some that have a lot more dark, and like you, there's room for 
tinkering and refinement and it would be like and even then you've seen we've seen granites that look drastically brighter and more appealing than their siblings um and i mean like they're you can go nuts with that kind of stuff so yeah yeah sky's the limit for sure yep yeah all right I guess Just we, like how eventually, uh, eventually somebody will make an ivory zebra, and somebody will eventually make a gelatin zebra. Um, yeah, I somebody think, will eventually uh, make a gelatin zebra jag. That'll kill Nick. That'll be the one that does it. So that'll um, be the nail in the coffin. That'll be the one that. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll happen. So, it'll happen. <laughs> Um, you know, okay. I'm surprised, I'm surprised. I'm surprised actually how long the locality stuff has not been mixed into other shit. Like I, I, I'm surprised nobody's taken a straight up Brisbane, a Brisbane, sorry, and bred it to a Jag. Like I, it hasn't happened yet, and it's weird. Every well, year we go by, it's weird. No. Well, no. If the Don't, story no. is correct, no, no, no. Please if no. The story, <laughs> yes. If the story is correct, uh, that actually was what the original Jag popped out of. Right. So if you were to breed a Jag to a Brisbane, I, I, I mean, would it Would you get Benjamin? <laughs> would it be white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Jesus. Right. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I can't, can't do I can't. it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I'm done. You took it too far. <laughs> yeah, you did. You went uh, right into my heart. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, you know, no, some of that some of that has been bred into like if you look at some of uh if you go onto Nick's website, um and right. you look at some of the lineage stuff, like a lot of um Coastal stuff was bred with Rockhampton. Um, right. And I think that was just to outcross stuff, you know, because Rockhampton was unrelated. I mean, that is a different bloodline of coastal carp. Yeah. You true. Know, so's Port Douglas. So's Brisbane. So's, uh, you know, uh, Lemke. And like they're all different, different bloodlines of, of coastal. So, you know, it only makes sense that you would. You know, as long as you keep that locality going, because, you know, the thing of it is, is once you breed that locality to say you're going to breed it to a Jag, you breed it to a Jag, it's it's no longer that locality. I mean, you know, which is fine for some people, but you want to always want to make sure that you have that, you know, locality sort of line, you know, safe so that you can still have Rockhampton. um, Yeah, take Take your locality. Rockhampton male, breed it to your Jag female, but then also breed it to the Rockhampton female. I got it. Yeah. Right. Duh. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> Some people don't. Uh, I know it's. Uh, I know it's easy for us, right. but yeah, I got right. it. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, we do have. We're gonna have a a, a show coming up on a Sunday where we're going to have the reptile and chill guys come and uh, hang out with us. Um, seems like are Sunday we, are, is the only, not this Sunday. Are we going, are we going, are we going on their show or are they coming on no. our show? They're oh. coming to our territory. They're coming our show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, I'll make sure to call them ball pythons as much as I can. Just to, I mean, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now nah, they're good guys. And, um, uh yeah. So yeah, Joe from from the ground up was just on their podcast the other day and that was pretty cool. 
episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. They did uh, pretty – talked about some pretty cool topics and stuff, and, you know, it was it was awesome. Um, so, anyway, uh, that's going to be uh, off the – you know, the normal schedule uh, type of deal, but we'll still do a show on Tuesday. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. I looked in your contract and it says that you were uh, able to perform three shows within a week. Over three shows. I have to pay you overtime. (laughs) Yeah. Union contract. It was on the tip of my tongue. I was like, this is where we get Tuesday. I know where you were going. And you just throttled it. Like you just, okay. Uh, all right right. uh so um so for us um i i want to continue to give uh jeff a shout out um again from the hands of jeff frederick Uh, if you need any kind of logo work done or anything like that uh, be sure to hit him up um he does awesome work he was responsible for uh, many of the past uh, Carpet Fest logos as well as our new uh, NPR logos. Speaking of NPR, I'm actually working on redoing the website. Um, there's like a, a more modern type of look to it, so I'm slowly working that over, but uh, it's I'm working it under MoreliaPythonRadio.net and then uh, I'll switch it over. So sort of like my EB Morelia, it's EBMorelia.net.com, but they both go to the same place, so um, gotcha. So there's that. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I guess if you want to get in touch with us, um, you know, info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com is our email. Uh, you can listen to the show on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you use. Um, and you can follow us on our Facebook page. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a way to do this, but like I can't mm. do Instagram for the show because – I can't have two different accounts like I on my phone at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes it hard. Yeah, to, I get it. I get it. Like I'd have to log out of one and log into another kind of pain. Right. Um, there has to I'm be sure a way to get them. Yeah. I'm sure uh, there's a workaround somehow, but somewhere, somewhere, someplace. But Who we knows? do, we do, we do have to get on Instagram. That is, that is for sure. So yeah, we eventually we'll make that. our way there <laughs> since that is the, uh, waste things seem to be moving except for us old mm. people or i should write my old, old heart people. like myself you know? <laughs> we stay on facebook all the young I'm youngins just, i'm all just on tired all the time now it's like you've been hanging around <laughs> you too much yeah I just want to yell at children to get off my i just lawn. want to take a nap and you know yeah, exactly <laughs> i just want to go home <laughs> why are you taking a nap at two o'clock in the afternoon shut up you I'm tired go to hell <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. And then slowly you look in the mirror and you're like, oh shit, now my father. When my dad oh, what it. happened? <laughs> how did this happen? I swore it would never would. <laughs> Somehow I just morphed into him. That's why, like, that's why oh. I'll never shave my beard again. I look so much like my father. It's just scary. Never hey, happening. Here, here's a question uh, for you real quick. Yep. Have you yeah. ever have you ever been in the situation where you've said something and you're yeah. listen, you just hear yourself say it and as you're and saying it, sounds, it you're like oh shit that sounds shit. just like my dad god damn I have <laughs> I have also also my father 
my older sister, my younger sister, and my brother and I all have the same exact laugh. So right. if it's something that happens, we all laugh at the same time, same place. Eerie. Like I needed to leave the room at one point. I'm like, and I, I know I need to be away from you people. So yeah, it's like McIntyre laughing surround sound. I did. It's horrible. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. Anyway, all right. Um, and then for me, ebmorelia.com. My email is eric at ebmorelia.com. You can find me all over the place. <laughs> all right. Uh, for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. It is. Uh, we're working on it. Uh, the for sale ads are all up to date. Uh, if you try to contact me and I don't get back to you immediately, it means the form did not go through. Trust me. I'm yelling at people, uh, all the time to get that fixed. But if you have any questions, you can contact me through my Facebook page. You can email me all that fun stuff. Um, as far as shows go this Saturday at Hamburg reptile show, I'm splitting the table with, Billy Herp, the culture, Matt Minatola, come check us out there. And then I will be able to deliver animals to Tinley Park in March. I will not be there, but they will. So check uh-huh. them out. They'll be with Andrew Llewellyn and Brian Waterloo on their table. Uh, they'll have iguanas, lace monitors, and some carpet pythons from Pennsylvania. So, mm. you know, I feel kind of feel kind of low on that bar Ooh. there. It's like, <laughs> like lace monitors, iguana. Yes. Oh, and carpets. I'm like, oh. Coastal carpet. Coastal carpet pythons. like, oh. It's like I'm Somebody down there. scratches out the carpet and puts crap it. Yep. Crap it. Well, they would do that. Um, yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, other than that, um, you can also go to Facebook, look up Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. You can follow me on Instagram. It's my last name, McIntyre, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-O-J. And that's it. Um, We will say thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.